This is the Prestigious Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. Today we're going to be talking and discussing about, well, about saying no. Sometimes saying no is difficult. Sometimes saying no is a challenge. You don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. You want to be seen as that positive type person, so you just always say yes. And saying yes to everything, unfortunately, means that you're saying no to some other things. That's how that goes. So I think that having the ability, the authority, the responsibility even to say no in certain situations is important. And that's what we're going to be discussing today. Saying no is not a very difficult thing to do. It's only two words or two letters. It's an easy word to say. Lots of, even lots of very small children say no lots. Parents are really good at saying no specifically to their children because they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing. But often outside in the quote-unquote real world, saying no is, is not something that people do. You perhaps feel if you say no, then you are being detrimental. You are uh, being closed off. You are, you know, whatever the other things that come to mind when you say no. But I, I would argue that saying no is incredibly beneficial. And perhaps there are a, a huge number of various different ways of, or reasons that saying no is important. We'll talk about a few today. One of them very clearly is setting boundaries. We've talked previously about having a a value, a list of non-negotiables, a um, kind of kind of a life heading, and and how to go through the exercise of, of developing that for yourself. And if you are living in accordance to that, to those guiding principles that you set for yourself, that means you're going to have to say no to things in order to stay true to who you would like to be. Saying no doesn't necessarily mean no forever. Saying no doesn't mean that you are being mean. Uh, Not necessarily in ways you can say no and be mean, but just by saying no, I can't do that. I can't do that right now. doesn't mean that you're being mean or doesn't mean that you are being closed off. Having boundaries is good, right? Having boundaries helps keep you on track to where you need to be at. Having boundaries helps prevent you from doing things that you don't agree with. Having boundaries has, is beneficial because then you are not overstepping into somebody else's territory and, and somebody else isn't necessarily stepping into your territory. So saying no with, you know, with the idea or mindset of, of setting boundaries for yourself, I think is, is an important aspect to keep in mind. I think something that holds a lot of people back from saying no too is the fear or the concern over social or relational implications. What I mean is you're afraid if someone asks you for something and you say no, that they're going to hold that against you forever for the rest of their life and they're never going to want to talk to you again because you said no one time. Now, I don't want to completely dismiss that because unfortunately there are people in the world that are like that. However, I, I think that more often than not, that isn't the case. You know, if someone comes and asks you for something and you say no, I, I, at least personally, and I would have to hope that other people feel the same way, but that doesn't mean that you're now on their, their 
naughty list or on their black list and they won't talk to you again or they're going to hate you forever. I don't think that's always the case, even though I think that is a large fear or a big reason why people don't want to say no is because they're worried that it'll ruin a relationship or might make things socially awkward. But like I said, at least personally and not in my experience, do I find that to be the case? You know, sometimes you, you say no and people move on to the next person or they forget about it and they continue. Now, like everything, there's always a, a scale of, of this. Of course, if someone's sitting down and asking for you something, asking you for something very serious and very personal and there's no other option or they really want you to do it or whatever, there may be more implications to saying no in that situation. But I would probably venture to guess that in that situation, you understand what's happening and you might not say no again, because you're trying to, um, save or benefit that relationship and saying no wouldn't do any good. And it's something that you can do and it's possible, even if it does kind of, uh, uh, encroach on your boundaries or your values or things like that. I think, if you value that relationship enough to worry about saying no, then it'll be worth it to say yes in some situations, which is the other side of this too. But again, I think that's the thing that holds most people back is the fear of the implications, the social implications of saying no, even when it may be something that you need to say no to or something that you don't necessarily want to do. And it's okay to say no and have those boundaries. But I think that the fear or the concern over some sort of damage is what holds people back a lot of times. I don't know if you agree or have another another facet to add to that, but again, I think that's the major motivator for not saying no when maybe you should say no. You know, I think one way around that would be how you verbalize the no. If you say, no, I can't, Okay. Uh, no, I won't. Okay, but if you can't, if you if you say something like "I can't right now" or "No, not right now," or you know some sort of variant of that, then that would be clear in your meaning that I can't do this right now. That doesn't, and, and maybe you, depending on the relationship you have with this person, maybe you just say "I can't right now." Maybe in the future that's something that can happen, but I can't do it right now. And you know, then you you know ask, can we revisit this, or is this something that will happen again that I'll have another opportunity to to try to help you with, or, or whatever it is. Um, and so I think part of that is to clarify. No doesn't mean no forever, but no right now. I can't I, I can't do this right now because of X, Y, Z, A, B, C, or maybe it is, no, that's not for me. I, I will never do whatever it is. And again, to, to clarify that and don't assume that by your tone or by your, your actions or whatever it is that your person, your, the person you're talking with is going to take into context all of the, no, tell them explicitly, no, I can't because of, of X, Y, Z, A, B, C, or no, that is a bad idea. We're not going to, whatever it is, don't, don't kind of, you know, shelter or, or hide or, or assume that they're going to get your intent or, or meaning or purpose behind whatever it is that you're, that you're talking about. Let them know, be clear with what you're saying and, and, and give reason. No, I can't do this because I have 
you know, this going on. No, I can't do this because I don't want to put myself in that position. And I don't, I don't feel this is appropriate for, or whatever it is. Um, but I think a, a way around the no right now versus the no forever is to be clear on why you're saying no and let that person know what's going on. I, I think I disagree with you, actually. Oh. I don't think that I'm required to justify why I'm saying no. I don't think I'm required to tell you the exact reason. Always. Again, in some cases, yes. If it's a close personal friend or... But I mean, for example, if someone at work says, hey, can you cover my shift on this day? I think it's perfectly acceptable for me to say, no, I can't, sorry. I don't think I need to say, no, I can't because I'm going to shoe carnival to look for a brand new pair of shoes. Of course, because that's seemingly wouldn't be a valid reason to not cover a shift. But maybe that seems like I'm hiding my reasoning or I'm being deceptive, but I don't think that I'm required to tell you why I can't. I think no, in some cases, is enough. And again, because it's a scale, it's hard to give a blanket answer for everything. But in some cases, yes, it may require a definition or clarification. But depending on the person and depending on the scenario, I don't always think it requires that. And even sometimes if I'm on the the asking side and someone is telling me no, I don't really care what your reason is. I don't really need to know, hey, your dog has to go to the vet and get three shots and can't be left alone for four days. Okay, fine. Okay. You could have just said no. Again, maybe that makes me calloused and 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 seem deceptive or whatever whatever you may think, but I just don't think that everything always requires an explanation, nor does everyone deserve an explanation for X, Y, or Z. Again, it is a scale, so some people I will give explanations to because I think they understand or at least care enough that it, it matters, but not everyone do I would I give an explanation to or would I expect an explanation back from. And on the same side, there are people that I would want an explanation from, but I'm also never going to demand, hey, can you do this for me? No. Oh, well, why not? They said no. They said no. I, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's a done deal. So and I guess I agree sometimes, but not always do you need to clarify or explain why. So really, I guess what I'm hearing you say is it depends on perhaps how it's situational and, and, and different situations require different levels of of communication but also perhaps it depends on the relationship that you have with that person depending on how big a relationship that is or how big of an ask it is would be dependent on if you give the the reasons why behind it i think so yeah and i guess another through line from what i brought up earlier and even this now too is that relationship fact i think it it greatly depends on who is asking and what my relationship is to them and what I think will be appropriate for that relationship. So, I mean, if you asked me to do something, I would tell you no and tell you why. But you and I are, are fairly close. Like I said, if someone from my job said, hey, can you cover the shift? I would just say no. I don't, I don't feel like I need to explain to them why. And in that instance, the added benefit of, of you saying no and not giving the reason that perhaps might mean no forever, and you might not get asked to cover that person's shift in the future, which, I mean... Well, I mean, that could be a benefit or a detriment, yes, because right. there could be times when I could do that, that I wouldn't be able to, yeah. So maybe in those cases, instead of me just saying no, I should take your advice and say, no, I can't this time, or I can't 
on this day or whatever and, it is. And maybe that's all the, that's that's all of the explanation needs. I can't on 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 that day. Mm-hmm. And then that opens it up as and and that clarifies that it's not a no forever. And and that's that's a a specific use case and and no forever only really means like ex, it forever expires after that date passes in, in my eyes. You know, hey, can you cover my shift on on Saturday? October 3rd, I, I just do it a random day. That's probably not even Saturday. Um, but can you cover my shift on, on Saturday, October 3rd? No. Okay. But after Saturday, October 3rd, to me, that that date is expired. So if the, even if it was no forever, that forever expired after that date. Does that make sense? It does, but I think that might be a, I don't know if it's oxymoron or what the word is for it, but no forever that ends isn't forever. But I, I, see, I see what you're saying. I'm not going to ask no, you no, again to cover that day. But after that day, it's not saying, no, I'm never going to cover your shift. Can you cover that sh- the, the shifts for me on that day? Yeah. I, again, I conceptually, I understand what you're saying. But semantics, I guess. Sure. Yeah. yeah I don't know. But and I, I get it. Yeah. yeah I get okay. it. Fair. Fair. So we're, we're talking about saying no. Another, we talked about boundaries and, and, and making sure that you are on occasion if if it needs if the relationship is there and would benefit from it clarifying is this no right now does this mean no forever and if you're on the other side of it you know we haven't talked about that but if you're on the other side of it maybe you ask and and it just is that does this mean no right now or is this no forever and then let that person give the answer and you know sometimes that is beneficial because then you know okay is this is this just off limits for that person? Is this a, is this something they won't do, or is this just me? No, not right now. And then that clarifies what they mean, or gives them an opportunity to clarify what they mean. That way, you can move forward to whatever else it is. Um, another reason, uh, another catalyst for saying no would be your time, your your productivity, your time, uh, your your sense of value of time. And what I mean by that, well, if I get asked to do, if I get asked to cover that person's shift on Saturday, October 3rd, and I can technically, I, I have other things that I'm doing, but I, I, I could also cover their shift. That just means I couldn't do the things that I necessarily have set up for myself to do. Which, throw back to an old episode, might be your self-care day or your alone time day or your 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 recharge day and the the day that you are taking to do things for yourself to make yourself or to put yourself in a better mood. So that may be your time on that Saturday to do those things, which you could skip, but then you'd be missing that grounding time and that self-reflection time. Or, or maybe it's just, I I have yard work I have to get done and then yard work doesn't necessarily have, that's a, that's a odd term. It doesn't necessarily have to get done. It doesn't need to get done on that day. I could technically do it on Sunday, just would push other things back. And so, yes, I could cover your shift, but that means that it would kind of put me out, out of sorts for whatever reason. And so in that instance, you say no, because you value your time that you have whatever else going on or you you get asked to do another project at work. You have five projects you're working on, and they're all in various uh, of of terms of of completion. And one of them maybe is going to be done in, in in a couple weeks from now. Somebody, you know, the boss says, "Hey, could, can you work on this project?" You uh, listen. I I got ten already. I'm doing, and if I put another one on, then that's going to 
draw me even thinner. And those 10 that I'm working on now, instead of getting done on time when they need to be, they're likely going to be, I'm going to need extensions on those because I got another one that I'm working on. And so in that sense, saying no would be the responsible thing to do because you already have so many things on your plate that you're juggling and it's up in the air. So be mindful of that. And, and in that instance, you might want to say yes, because then you, you seem like the office hero. Yeah, good. Sure. Put it on. I can, I can take it all. No problem. You know, all you guys, you guys aren't doing anything. I'm doing all the work, you know, okay, fine. But then those things that you're doing take longer and longer and longer to do because you keep adding things on. Or they take the same amount of time, but you're doing them half-heartedly because you're trying to rush through to get the next thing and your work is being diminished. Right. And, and all of those things come together. And in those instances, again, you might want to really feel like you need to say yes in that moment. But the answer really needs to be no, I can't. And if, you know, if, if the boss, why can't you? Well, I have 10 other projects I'm working on and, you know, here's the reason why. And I, I would I think probably your boss, I mean, I guess it depends on how you present the, uh, the counter argument. Um, but your boss should be understanding of it. And, and theoretically, your boss should probably understand that you already have so much on your plate and theoretically wouldn't ask you to do that in the first place, although that isn't always the case. So saying no in that sense of, of, of having a reason of saying no as far as your time, your time commitment, or, or your productivity. If I say yes to this, okay, I can say yes, but then that drains my productivity. It, it, it makes all these projects take longer than they should have otherwise because I have more things to do now. Yeah, and and the, the topic of work, sometimes it can be tricky too because like you said, maybe you get paid per project. So the more projects you can finish, the more you get paid. Well, then of course you're going to want to take in as many projects as you possibly can to get as much money as you possibly can because unfortunately we all need money to live in the world today. And so you kind of put yourself in a tough, tough position because these opportunities are coming along and you'd feel silly or you'd feel like you are missing out if you don't accept those projects, even if you already have 12 projects going on and the 13th one would be way too much for you to handle. But you don't want to pass it by because you're letting money walk by. But however, like you just said, you could be, you know, you could be ruining your sleep schedule or you could be missing time with your family or you could be uh, forgetting to eat because you're working. So, you know, there's so many things that could happen because you're doing so much work. It's not worth it to you to take on another job and, and, and kind of neglect those other things that are going on in your life. So even though it feels like you're passing up money, you're really just maintaining some sort of balance so that you can continue to live your life or even beyond that, maybe you need to say no to more things so that you have less than 12 projects so that you can do other things you want to do, like read or spend time with friends or pick up an activity. And yes, you're missing out on some money, but you're gaining so much more and all the other opportunities you're able to capitalize on because you said no to that one thing. So it's, it's tough too, like I said, especially when it comes to work, because at the end of the day, we all have to make money. And so sometimes it's hard to say no to money. Uh, but back to your example too, you know, someone asked you to work Saturday, October 3rd. Well, you've already worked the entire week, every single day before then. They ask you to work that day. That's your first day off in seven days. Yes, you could say, I'll do it and get some more cash, get some more money for that one day. But you also haven't had a break in seven days. 
which some people might feel like they can do that. But, you know, I'd, whether or not you think you can do it, I think it's probably not best for you in that situation to take that extra day when you had planned to take a break on that Saturday or whatever it was, you know. And I think we get ourselves stuck often as well, thinking that we can handle more than we actually can. And so sometimes it requires you to be realistic with yourself and say, hey, I'm doing four different things right now. Can I really handle a fifth one? I really want to do that fifth thing, whatever it may be, but can I handle it with what I'm doing now? And, you know, maybe after sitting down and thinking about it, it actually isn't something that you can do. So you have to say no to it. I'm not saying that's easy. We started this conversation talking about how sometimes it's hard to say no. It's not an easy thing to do. Maybe you don't want to say no, but realistically, you sat down and, and you crunched the numbers and it's not something that would be good for you at this point in time. Going back to the, the idea of it's a no for now, but maybe not later when some of your things clear up and you're able to do that fifth thing. So it, 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 it all is part of the balance of of making sure that you are are able to juggle everything you have going on and you're able to balance out things you have to do with things you want to do and things you get to do and making everything, uh, you know, a, a balance in your life. And similarly, we're not saying that you have to say yes to everything or no to everything either because it is that balance. So yes, there are going to be times when you will say no to something you want to do, but then you also get to say no to things you don't want to do or vice versa. You will say yes to something that you want to do, or there are going to be times when you're going to say yes to things that you don't want to do, but it's all part of that balance and, and it all works itself out and being able to define your boundaries and determine what you will do and what you won't do, but then also be able to kind of stretch or push those boundaries when it's necessary. You know, like uh, if you asked me to come in and and work a whole week for you because you had to go and, uh, I don't know, someone in your family needed something from you. You had to go go help your family for a week. Do I want to do your job for a week? Not really, sorry. But I will because I know that's important to you and I'm able to do it and uh you know, it's something that I can help you out and we can, we can do it together. Do I want to say no? Yes, because I want things to be the same and I want to keep my schedule. Am I able to do it? Yes. So in that case, I wanted to say no, but I didn't because I can help that. And so, you know, it goes both ways, not only saying no, but finding out when to not say no or when to say yes, even if you don't want to do that. It is that balance. Sometimes you'll want to and sometimes you won't, but aligning your values, setting your boundaries, and then working around or with those things is a huge part of saying no, you know, because like, like we talked about earlier too, I, you know, I, there are certain days a week that I do certain things. If someone says, Hey, do you want to do this at this time? And I already have something I know I'm going to do. It's a lot easier for me to say no, depending on what it is, because I know, Hey, this is the time that I do this. So no, I won't do that because the thing I'm already going to do is important to me. I don't want to skip that for whatever you're asking me to do. Again, depending on the situation, I might say yes. You know, if, if it's a dire circumstance and they, they need it, I can skip it, sure. But to me, those things are important. And so it's easy for me to say no because I don't want to miss out on the things that are important to me. So part of the values and, and boundaries and having things set and your daily routines and your habits and your schedules, I think is going to make some of that easier uh, when it comes time to make those decisions. And like I said earlier too, to drive that point home again, maybe you're not, you don't always have to be concerned about what they're going to feel or how they're going to think about you afterward, because sometimes it's not that deep. You know, someone doesn't come to you 
on their at, at their wits end like hey i need you to do this for me right now or, or everything's going to fall apart it's just a hey you're an option can you do this no okay all right on to the next person and they're not thinking twice about it but you're over here concerned and, and stressing and, and overthinking that maybe they hate you now because you said no to them that's not always the case sometimes it is a matter of fact of like oh this person can't do it nope next person could okay fine whatever i don't hold it against you when, when you know want to hang out next week or whatever it is but Sometimes I think it's just, it's easy to get stuck in that. And so sticking to your boundaries, finding a balance between all of that, and then not being afraid to say no, I think is a huge key part too. You know, I don't, I don't think it makes you, um, I mean, depending on how you say no, which goes back to, to your point of phrasing it specifically or in a certain way. Um, I don't think it makes you a jerk to say no to something you don't want to do or no to something so that you can do something else. Again, the scale and the different situations call for different things. But I, being someone who says no, I think makes you a balanced person and a someone with well-defined boundaries. I don't think it makes you mean or rude or a jerk. Again, depending on how you say no, because you could say it like a jerk and be a jerk. But the the, the act itself of saying no and, and upholding your boundaries and having a balance is, I think, a, a, a good thing. I don't think it's a negative thing um, for you to explore the possibilities or the art, if you will, of saying no to things. Yeah. So I guess on that, let's let's journey down this road. If you say yes to everything, yes, I'll do that. Yes, 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 yes to everything. Then that means there's going to be some internal. Tur- you're going to ha- you're going to be experiencing internal turmoil because. You said yes to everything. That means you have all these obligations, all these obligations to people and things and events that you don't necessarily care at all about or you don't want to do or you don't need to do or aren't even necessarily in your realm of, of experience. It's anything that, that you want or, or are even capable of doing. But you said yes to everything. And so you said yes to this, yes to that, yes, 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 yes. What that means is you have very little to no time to do anything that you actually need to get done yourself. On top of that, because you said yes to everything, very likely, very likely, there's going to be a conflict in the schedule where you said yes to Sally to do something at two o'clock and you said yes to Joe to do something on the same day at the same time at two o'clock. So what that means is you're going to have to call somebody and say, oh man, I'm double booked. Can we do this together? Or I can't be there because I have to be here. Like somebody, you're going to have to say no to somebody. So there isn't a scenario that you could play out that would be, you can say yes to absolutely everything because at some point it's going to go bad for you. Now that's not to say that's, I guess, trying to keep in mind that all the things that you're saying are uh, beneficial or, or at least good because you could say no, you you could say yes to things that are bad and then go down that path. And that would be terrible clearly, hopefully you, you would understand that, that, you know, that there's a possibility that you would say yes to everything and that would lead to a, 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 a poor or bad or detrimental future for yourself. You would end up in jail or robbing a bank or whatever it is because you said yes to everybody, right? You have to say no to things. It's, it's a necessity of life. And unfortunately, this day and age, I get the sense that everybody's just saying yes to each other because and unfortunately, what my experience has been, somebody will say yes to me, to my face. 
And then minutes before or, or a day before the, the whatever it is is supposed to happen, I'll get a text message to say, oh, you know what? I can't actually be there for this thing. And what that means, and to me, what that tells me, because it's happened enough times, what that tells me is people will be nice to you face to face. They won't tell you no face to face or, or frequently they won't tell you no face to face despite them not wanting to do whatever it is that you ask them to do, they'll say yes. And then when the time comes for them to show up or be there or, or to, to help you with whatever it is, they won't. They won't be there. They won't take the time. They won't help you with that. Because what they should have said in the first place was no, but they didn't have the tenacity. They didn't have the authority. They didn't have the assertiveness to actually say no to your face. And in that case... Would you have appreciated or respected more if they had said no the first time rather than two days before the actual thing? Yes, absolutely. By, by and large, yes. Tell me no. If it's the answer is no, tell me no. Don't tell me yes because that's what you think I want to hear. I would rather you tell me what, what, it, what it, you can actually do or what you feel comfortable with doing. If the answer is no, fine. But don't tell me yes. And then minutes before, hour, you know, whatever, later on in a text message, no, I can't do this. Okay, why didn't you just tell me no the first time? Like I, so again, from my experience, and maybe maybe you've experienced this as well. I, what? How about you? Would you would you agree with that? I would agree. I think it it also gets to the point where you can kind of predict that from the person, if that makes sense. So unfortunately, it happens once or once or twice, and you said, okay. I see what's going on here. You know, they will say yes to my face, but then when it comes time to it, they'll back out or, or bail, if you will, which is frustrating. You know, I, I, it is tough. And so I, I agree that if in that situation, the answer really is no, but you don't want to hurt my feelings. I don't care. Just say no, because you're going to make it worse when you cancel or don't show up at all. You know, I, I, if the answer is no, the answer is no. And I, again, I don't assume that I'm putting so much weight into your answer and it has to be a yes because if you tell me no from the get-go I can formulate another plan and I can make new things and I can you know I can find somebody else if it need if it needs to be but if you tell me yes now I'm counting on you and depending on you and you become someone who says no it changes from if you would have said no at the time you're someone who says no and I respect that if you say yes and then you back out or change your mind, you then become someone who can't keep their word, which I think is a lot worse than being someone who says no. And so don't set yourself up for that situation. If the answer is no, say no, and then be the person who has boundaries and is assertive and, and, and values their time. Don't be the person who says yes and backs out and becomes a liar and a cheater and a, you know, it becomes a dishonest person because I think we'd, I would, everyone would agree that they don't want to be that person. But, you know, I get it too. Sometimes it's hard. It's not easy to say no necessarily. So it's a difficult line to kind of traverse too. But again, I think we'd all rather be someone who, who stands up for themselves and says no over someone who uh, is, is, is not dependable or is, you know, uh, not reliable. I think that's, that's a much better route to go, just being someone who says no rather than the alternative, you know. Right. And really what this comes down to, at least this specific situation, is do what you say you're going to do. If you if you commit to doing it, you commit it. Do it. Otherwise, don't commit to it. And I think that kind of goes back to living life by your by your guiding principles, your your core values. If you commit to it, be the type of person who commits to it. 
Otherwise, don't commit to it. And that's where this comes in, is saying no. That means you're going to have to tell people no and be respectful enough to tell that person no to their face. And it's not, you're, you're not, no, you are, you know, you're not, it's not mean. You just, I can't do this. I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't feel comfortable, whatever it is, but tell them no. Don't say yes. And then, you know, later on in a text message, no, I, I, I can't do this you know, whatever, or, you know, yeah, I'll come to your birthday party. And then, oh man, I, I, I don't want to actually go. I can't, I, I can't make it or whatever it is. I, yeah. And, you know, obviously extraneous circumstances aside, you know, you're, you're on the way to the birthday party and your car breaks down. You couldn't help that. You run away to the birthday party or you have plans to do this and something comes up, your plans change, you know? And I think there's many ways to handle that too. But even the situation, it's not something I'm always good at, but if I have to cancel plans, I want to follow the rule of talking to someone either face to face or if it comes to it, you know, calling them, you know, you and I have a, 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 a we plan to meet on Saturday or something, you know, and then my plans change. Well, if I see you, I'll try to say, Hey, before then to your face, be like, Hey, I know we plan to do this, but this came up, blah, blah, whatever. Then I'm making that, I'm letting you know beforehand rather than the day of, but then I'm also doing it in person to show you that I, I value or I appreciate the plans and respect you enough to let you know, not, not you know, I don't want to hide behind a text. I don't want to be like, oh, hey, sorry, I can't make it. There's zero interpersonal communication or zero, I just, it feels fake or unauthentic to me, you know? And again, it's, I'm not perfect at doing it, but I want to implement that or, you know, I, I plan to meet someone for coffee and I can't do it but that day. I'll call them and say, hey, I know we're supposed to meet, but this this or this came up or whatever. I can't do it. Can we reschedule or something? I just, again, I just want that. I want to show them that I value their time and value our relationship enough to put forth the effort of making a phone call or saying it to their face rather than sending a text, which is quick and impersonal. And, and really just, again, show them that I really do care about what we're supposed to do. I can't do this for whatever reason, blah, blah, whatever. And just putting that extra foot forward to say that, hey, you know, I, I respect you enough to value your time and, and, and I, I was looking forward to doing this and I'm, I, I want to do it. I just can't work right now. Can we do something else? Thank you for understanding. I'm sorry, blah, blah, whatever. You know, I, I just feel like maybe that's a extra step we can take to, to be that, that uh, be a, a better person in those situations rather than, whatever it may be, you know, and maybe it's silly to say, and, and, and maybe it's not necessary. I just, I, I think it goes a long way to show someone how much you actually care about something rather than just sending a text or not sending anything at all, because that almost feels like a slap in the face too, you know? And like you were saying, I think in the situations where you should say no, but you don't want to say no because you're afraid of whatever. And then it comes time for it. You said yes, it comes time for it, and you change your mind last minute. That also closes that door to future things, you know? Because if you come to me and you say, hey, can you make it to this thing on this time? Yeah, absolutely, I'll be there. And then the day of, 20 minutes before, I text you, oh, hey, sorry, I can't be there. You're probably not going to ask me to come to that thing ever again. So rather than saying no the first time or beforehand, letting you know I can't do it or whatever, you're closing off that door of you ever asking me again because you didn't handle the situation correctly. If I said no from the beginning, next time, whatever it is, rolls around, you probably ask me it again because I told you no, I just couldn't do it that time. Next time, maybe I can do it. But if I said yes 
canceled day of, you're not going to ask me again because not that you're mad at me, but you're like, oh, he's shown before that he's unreliable or can't make it or it's not important to him. So why am I going to ask him again? So there's many facets to it as well. You know, it just saying no from the get go, if you can't do it, saves a lot of, a lot of, uh, misunderstanding maybe, or a lot of bad feelings, but then also doesn't close that door. It leaves it open for the future of of more possibilities. So really what we're getting at is if you are in a situation where you don't feel comfortable with doing whatever it is, or you have too many things on your plate already, or it doesn't line up with the things or the type of person that you want to be, then the answer is no. The answer is no. And be respectful, be aware, be assertive enough, whatever it is, to say no to that person in the moment. Don't say yes, and then later on, you know, maybe maybe you say, you don't have to look at my schedule, okay, and that's that's like a uh, a polite way to say no, I can't, but okay, but the, there still has to be a follow up to that. I can't, you know, whatever it is, like, hey, yeah, I'll let you know, and then never says anything. Yes, right, yeah, be respectful. I, that's I, you know, I can't think of another term that would that would kind of lines up with that enough. But be respectful enough to say no, and. If you say yes to things, understand that that is saying no to other things. And likely other people are asking you things. So if you say yes to everybody else that asks you something, that means you're saying no to all the things that you want to do or that you have to do yourself. So be aware of that kind of balance between saying yes to everybody else. That means saying no to yourself or saying no to your uh, saying yes to yourself means saying no to everybody else. That's not to say that you have to say no to everything or you have to say yes to everything. There has to be a balance, a give and take between yeses and nos. And again, just we, we talked about this already, but go through that exercise of developing your your core values and then do your best to live in, cordon, live in accordance with those and allow that to kind of direct and, and, and drive you forward in life and let that be your guiding values. That's what they are. You know, say yes to these things because that lines up with what you want. Say no to these things because that doesn't line up with what you want. And then tell people to to their face, I can't. No. This isn't, that's not for me. You know, whatever it is, but let them know. Don't, don't say yes. And then later on, no, I can't do this. I just, that's the worst. You know, be respectful, be, let them know. And depending on the situation, depending on that relationship with that person, give them the reason behind it. That will clarify that this is a no, not right now, not a no forever. I can never do this because you are the worst or whatever it is, but let them know that. Don't don't get caught up in, in, in saying yes and, and yes and yes and yes. And what that again will do is perhaps lead you into a path that you do not want to be in, unfortunately, because you didn't have the respect or the the authority to say no and hold your ground on that for any length of time be the type of person that is willing to say no and you know at least for yourself have a reason you don't necessarily have to tell them but have a reason behind no I'm not doing that and later on you know you think no I'm not going to do that because of da, 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 da. you have a reason that you firmly believe that you said no to that person because of whatever it is you don't necessarily have to let them know that be willing to say no to people. I think that is is a, a key that in this day and age people are 
losing or have lost. Yeah. And, you know, on the, the flip side of that too, if someone tells you no, realize that they're most likely respecting their own personal values and boundaries and recognize the amount of integrity and sometimes strength it took to say, say no at sometimes too, you know, and respect and acknowledge someone who does it respectfully. You know, like I said, there are people that can do it in a rude way, but if someone does it respectfully and they're, they're conscious of their own time, but also respectful of your time too, acknowledge that and say, Hey, okay, thanks. Like, I appreciate you telling me no and let me know and then move on. I, as best as you can, I encourage you not to hold that against somebody when they tell you no. No is not always a personal attack. No is just no sometimes. You know, it doesn't mean that it's no forever. It could be a no for now. It could be a no for a specific reason. And, you know, don't demand or expect that even. So as, as important as to say no, also sometimes get comfortable or be respectful enough to hear no and deal with that too. And, you know, everything we talked about today, I think can be applied in that way too. And realizing people say no, that there's probably a reason, or there's a lot of things going into it and be thankful that they told you no to your face rather than yes. And change it to a no later, you know, acknowledge both sides of it and, and appreciate people who are able to say no, just as much as you are developing and working on saying no yourself. Yes, sir. So, as always, we've talked about my the book that I'm reading, the book I'm reading right now. Wait, is let me guess. Maps of Meaning by Jordan Peterson. Maps of Meaning by Jordan Peterson. I have made it through all of the preliminary information, all of chap all of the all of the the preface, all of chapter one, I had a half or a quarter of chapter two, and of that time has been building up and laying the groundwork, the foundation for what the actual content for the book will be. And I know this both because I, I, I got a sense that that's what was happening. And on page 91, I found where it says introduction. And so page 91, <laughs> page 91 is where the introduction to the actual book is, which is, which is, <laughs> I, I, it was, I, I chuckled when I, when I saw that, you know, introduction on page 91. I already knew as I was reading this that, that all of this other stuff has been preliminary. This is all just setting up. This is just so that later on we will under, I will understand what is going on when he's talking about those things, when he's making those points. And so <laughs> understanding that, and it was interesting because I think I was talking to you on Monday that, you know, I think that I, I get the sense that this is just laying the groundwork for everything. And then uh, yesterday I got to where it, it says, yeah. yeah, yesterday, the next day I got to where it says introduction. I was like, well, okay, I guess, guess I was right. This is all just introductory. This is all just prelim preliminary information so that later on we can understand what's happening. So right now I'm in the actual introduction, which is the, all the groundwork has been laid. Now he is starting to talk about the myths and how that relates to what people do in a day-to-day -day type uh, basis. And so now I, I, not that I wasn't excited or, or happy to continue reading, but now I'm excited that all the preliminary information is, is, is laid and, and ready to go. Now I can start in and actually consume the, perhaps the content, the bulk, the meat and potatoes of the, of the actual book. And so that's, that's where I'm at now. I, I made it to the introduction. <laughs> which is which is ninety one pages in ninety one pages in yes which granted they're not small pages or they're not uh, big margin pages they're big full pages 
and yeah, big full pages and academic level. Some of it is is like okay, they're like here's the story. Okay, like okay, you you know you miss the elevator or you go you you have a you have a a meeting across town, so you have to go to the elevator. Okay, you hit the button for the elevator, and the elevator's not coming. Okay, it's out of order. Oh man, okay, what do you do? Do you take the stairs? Okay, if I take the stairs, I have to do this, and you know you you run through this kind of of iterative test of what's going to happen. And then finally, okay, I made it down the stairs. Okay. Now, now I, ah, man, do I take a cab? No, I don't have time to take a cab. I, it's just across town. I can go. It's a block away. So then you go and then there's construction and then there's a little lady and you got to zig and zag and weave and, and bob and through everybody. And do you run? And then you get to get to your, to the, to the thing and you're all out of breath and you're sweaty. Okay. No, maybe I need to just walk fast. And you know, it, he lays out this story that, that goes with the, the information that, that went prior to that. That kind of information I zip through, but when he's talking about the prefrontal cortex is, is responsible for this, or the left hemisphere of the brain is responsible for this, and the right hemisphere, that information is 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 slow to 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 get through because it's all contextual, it's all it's all inf- information based, and it's not a story. So some of the pages I get through, I'm like, oh man, okay, then I zip through that section, and some of it is like, holy cow, I've been reading for an hour and I made it through a page and a half, but it's all information that is is you know high level you know concepts and 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 why this does this and the brain and like so it's been it's been really interesting reading this and kind of experiencing two sides of of how this is laid out where some of it is story based and some of it is very intellectual in and setting up of why your body does xyz or abc and so to me, that's really interesting. But again, now finally, I'm at the point where the book, the meat and potatoes of the book, will actually start. He's starting to talk about the myths and the legends and why those are important to society now, and how they play into what we are experiencing now, which is very interesting. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Yes, thank you, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, take initiative.